Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. I am, as always, uh, I guess unless it's like Halloween and I'm dressed up as somebody, Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Today is Friday, November the 23rd. Friday, within the Liberal Cube, means it is Fra Internet Day. Where, of course, we burp. I mean, talk about things from the interwebs. Today's sponsor is Professor Mixlapentickle's Monkey Laxatives. Once again, that is Professor McSlappentickle's Monkey Laxatives. Are you a monkey? <laughs> okay, no, that, that doesn't make sense. Do you own a monkey? Because if you're a monkey, you know, you probably don't understand that. Do you own a monkey? Does this monkey have trouble uh, taking a dump or, more accurately, leaving a dump? Well... Head on over to your local drugstore and pick up yourself a, a case of Professor McSlappentickle's Monkey Laxatives, the most trusted brand in monkey laxatives. <coughs> All right, let's move right into the interwebs on this internet day. The first. Oh, you know what? I just realized the first thing I'm going to talk about is actually a TV show. Uh, and it is a TV show that I believe we have talked about on TV Tuesdays. Uh, the reason that I apparently was confused is that this particular TV show I don't actually uh, watch on TV. I uh, go on the YouTube to uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live and uh, watch clips of his shows on YouTube. So you see where I am confused. Well, confused about many, many things, uh, but this particular thing right at this moment. What the hell? Let's, uh, let's throw caution to the wind, though, and talk about it anyways, right? It's written down. I don't want to waste it. All that uh, precious ink... Think of all the, uh, let's go starving kids in, uh, Ethiopia who don't have ink. Actually, you know what we'll do? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel interviewed one of my, uh, favorite sort of comedy icons, you could, you could say. You could easily say a comedy icon. A Mr. Mel Brooks. If you are unfamiliar with Mel Brooks, I feel sorry for you because he is... Super funny and the creator of many, many super funny things. Uh, particular, particularly, uh, movies. I'm not sure if he does, uh, has created TV shows. Definitely movies. Uh, Spaceballs, for one. Uh, Blazing Saddles, many, <laughs> many more. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Basically, any movie he does will make me laugh, anyways. So, uh, once again, Mr. Jimmy Kimmel gets a really good uh, 
guest poll there. But since it's Fry Internet Day, let's uh, maybe not actually focus on that, since it was a TV show, and talk about his appearance on something that is only on the internet. A little, um, we'll call it a web series. Yeah, yeah, web series will be a good name for this. It is called uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I like the title because it tells you what happens in the show. Huh. It is created by a Mr. Jerry Seinfeld, another sort of a comedy titan. Definitely a titan of comedy. He, uh, what he'll do is call up one of his comedian buddies, and you know what they'll do? Yep, they'll go to a uh, rub and No, that doesn't make sense. They'll go and get a coffee. Coffee, maybe breakfast, maybe uh, some lunch, and they'll just basically be two comedians sitting around shooting the shit, chewing the fat, uh, other things that mean just talking and sitting and being funny. So, this is right up my alley. Uh, I forget how I came across this, but uh, I'm happy uh, to say that... <laughs> no, I should say I'm uh, hipstery to say that I was there for the very first episode. Uh, and it was magical. The, uh, it was the very first episode, I, if I do recall, it was um, uh, Larry David, who is the uh, co creator of Seinfeld, uh, the TV show Seinfeld, which uh, coincidentally is one of the missus's favorite shows, yet uh, I can't get her to watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which to me actually is uh, funnier than Seinfeld. Ooh, did I ruffle any feathers there? Uh, anyways, uh, so that's the premise to these, uh, these this web series. They're sort of... Uh, what are they, 15 minutes in length or so? Somewhere in that in that range, 10, 15. And uh, they are hilarious. I bring it up with regards to Mel Brooks because he uh, was on one of them. Him and longtime pal uh, Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner? Yeah, yeah, Carl Reiner. See, sometimes I have name trouble, but, but there you go. He actually, on Jimmy Kimmel, spoke about his relationship with Carl Reiner, and the funny thing is, they've known each other, worked together, and are just uh, basically the best of buds, which is funny to picture these two, uh, again, I'm going to use comedy titans as a description, just hanging out, and apparently hanging out, like, every day, they'll, they'll meet up for dinner. So, that appeals to me. I like it. Uh, another, uh, so Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is currently in, uh, I guess you would say, hiatus. There hasn't been a new episode in a while. I assume with the uh, very, very warm reception that it got, they uh, will be making more because it is just, uh, it's, it, turned, it turned into be one of my very favorite things to watch weekly uh, on the internet. So really very enjoyable. Definitely check them out. They're all one of the beauties of online uh, web series and things of that nature is that uh, just because you missed it when it first came out, it's there. It's online. You can go back and watch them all right now if you wanted to. In fact, I, uh, I give you permission to do so. You don't want to pause this. Head on over to Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. 
uh, and then come back here and listen to the rest of us. I'll wait patiently. Okay, did you enjoy those? Good, good, good. The, uh, the very last one was with uh, Michael Richards, who you may remember as Kramer from Seinfeld, and you may also remember as uh, using the N-word uh, angrily in a comedy club, which did not go over so well, needless to say. Some would say uh, at least... Uh, I don't know if you want to say ruined his career, but uh, definitely did not help it. He uh, he appeared in the last episode, and, uh, well, why don't I just say that uh, despite growing up in a very small town, I have somehow managed to be neither racist nor homophobic. Huh. Not to say that that is uh, always prevalent in a small town, but uh, just never had any feelings in that vein. So was not too impressed, uh, to say the least, when he did that, uh, and kind of wrote him off as being a dick, and thought, I want nothing to do with someone who would do this. Good day, sir. I said good day. Uh, then, because the show was so awesome, this uh, web series, uh, and then his episode came up, I could not help myself but watch it, and you know what, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I did. I don't, uh, it, uh, it had the effect of sort of, uh, humanizing him. Yeah, definitely that's how I would describe it. He seems more, uh, human, <laughs> as opposed to this big, bad, scary, racist, n-word dropping, uh, guy. Uh, is that a good thing? I don't know. Like, does he deserve to be uh, punished, I guess you would say, for the rest of his life for this, what I guess you could classify as a mistake. I don't know. Am I going to uh, rustle feathers by saying that it was a mistake and we should forgive him? Probably. Am I, if I, if I had to take in the stance that um, we should never forgive him when I wrestle feathers? Yes. <laughs> so, might as well just be honest and go with the way I feel. I feel that after watching this, I kind of feel like, you know what? He made a horrible mistake. He regrets it every day. Uh, after you watch this episode, you will kind of, I don't know if pity is the right word, but kind of just see that it has greatly affected him and he regrets it. So I, for one, uh, am on the road to forgiveness, let's say. All right, so one item we've talked about so far, and we're many minutes in. Gotta speed these, these fry internet days, they, they make me want to talk a lot. I could probably just do a whole podcast on the fry internet shits. Okay, let's move on to another, uh, again, the classifying of things of the internet is not always easy. Will we call it a web series? Um, it is a series of educationally kind of videos on YouTube, so yeah, yeah. Web series is just kind of an easy way to describe things on the web that are uh, posted like kind of every week, regardless of what they are, so why not call this a web series? It is a YouTube uh, channel. <laughs> See, I'm still having troubles. The YouTube channel is called Vsauce, the letter V, sauce. Uh, this bearded gentleman 
bearded gentleman with glasses who is, uh, has a bit of a receding hairline, <laughs> which, uh, if you know me, I have, uh, and quite often a, am a bearded gentleman with glasses with a receding hairline. So, <laughs> so maybe that's one of the reasons that I, uh, can get on board with this, with this dude. Also, he throws cool, uh, information into my ears and makes me feel like I am learning things which I always appreciate. Uh, I started watching him not too long ago, maybe uh, a month or so ago, where he posted a very, very interesting video about the, uh, we'll just say about the color yellow. <laughs> Sounds pretty exciting, doesn't it? No, no, it does not. But, uh, again, pause this, go over to YouTube, uh, look for Vsauce, the color yellow, and uh, basically your mind will be blown. The sort of uh, gist of that video, uh, I want to see if I can remember and explain, is that your computer, monitor, your television, any sort of uh, viewing device you have is not actually uh, projecting the color yellow. What? But, but that doesn't make sense, you say to yourself. No, it doesn't. That's why you need to watch this video. Uh, basically, your monitors, we'll just kind of lump them all into one category, your monitors project the colors uh, red, what is it, red, green, blue. Is it red, green, blue? RGB. Yeah, I think it's red, green, blue. Those are the only three colors that they project. Uh, and project them in such a way that all other colors uh, you can see on your TV. For example, you know, uh, as you probably learned in high school in art class, when you mix, let's, let's just go uh, red and blue, you get purple. So when you see purple on the TV, it is your monitor mixing the colors, <laughs> mixing, probably not the right word, mixing the colors uh, red and blue, okay? But also, if you remember from art class, mix you cannot make yellow by mixing those three colors. So it has to do with, and this is where it got technical, uh, the wavelengths in which the colors are projected sort of I don't know if, it's been a couple of weeks, I don't know if uh, tricks your eyes and brains into seeing the color yellow, uh, but what is actually being projected is not technically the color yellow. So that just kind of will blow your mind. you got to watch the video because I'm not doing it justice, um, but it was very, very cool. The one, uh, the reason that I am bringing this up is because I watched another one uh, just recently, about uh, photographs, photography, in which he, uh, again, threw out very, very cool facts about photo photography, sort of in general. I think uh, this one focused more on um, not so much the technology of photographs as uh, how many photographs are being taken. Uh, and are sort of stored in digital media. So uh, I didn't write down any of the numbers, but it was 
one of them that uh, I kind of remember was that um, more photographs will be taken in the year uh, 2013 than have been taken in entire human history up to uh, 2012. It was something mind-boggling uh, along those lines, uh, which makes sense because when you think cameras that used film, you take uh, 24 pictures and would probably be somewhat sparingly taking shots because you knew you only had one roll of film in there, whereas now, <laughs> the uh, sort of perfect example that they used was that when a man went to the moon, they took five pictures. When a uh, high school girl goes to the bathroom, they take 36 pictures, <laughs> for example. So that, uh, again, uh, Vsauce on YouTube, definitely check it out because he uh, seems to specialize in mind-blowing, which I love having things blown. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're at work. I'm going to do eight hours of it, and then we'll meet back here. Love you, dearies. Have a good day at work. I, I hope you enjoy your work day. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll try to enjoy the work day, but you know what they say. Another day, another dollar. There's some, uh, some voices there to tide you over. Man of a thousand voices. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back! We are back! We are back! We are back! Back! We are back! Back in action! Hello again. It is the Friday drive home from work. So, as sometimes will happen, uh, we will throw in the primal scream, the primal scream to the ancient Friday gods. So, uh, turn down your volume a little bit. All right, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so, doesn't that make you feel a little better? Does me. Moving on. I've got a list of eight items. We did two in the morning, so let's speed her up a bit. <laughs> okay, the next item is Mr. Adam Carolla's podcast. The Adam Carolla podcast, aptly named. Really, they didn't. You don't always have to go with the with a crazy, uh, lackadaisical, liberal type name. You could just call it the Adam Carolla podcast, uh, despite. Not having a creative name, Mr. Adam Carolla is uh, creative to the nth power, uh, I think is a way to put it. He somehow manages to talk and talk and furtherly talk uh, and say funny shit at a alarming rate, a inhuman, he must be a talking comedy robot rate. One of the one of my favorite things about his uh, sort of it's almost uh, it's almost I don't know if this is true but it's almost like he's a like a character <laughs> and I don't mean like oh that guy's a character I mean like as if he cannot be a human being like this person because he's he's very uh, well like a character one of my favorite things about his character 
Although, see, now I'm bouncing back and forth. I don't know if it really is. Anyways, uh, is how he enjoys a good rant. He is, uh, probably the king of rants. I think, uh, my exposure to Howard Stern is not very large, but I seem to recall him being good at a rant as well. So maybe that's something that's, uh, important to people who are talking for a living, to be good ranters. Maybe I should throw in some, some rants here. The only problem I can see with that is that being, uh, lackadaisical, being, uh, sort of relaxed and laid back, I find it hard to rant about things. Uh, probably religion I can get going pretty good. Um, driving. <laughs> One of the few times I ever actually do feel myself getting, I don't know if angry is even the right word, but stressed out is when I'm driving and people are idiots. Anyways, uh, the, uh, the specific rants that uh, I found amusing this time was, uh, this, this is one that he's talked about on a couple occasions. It's waiters who don't write down your orders. <laughs> so he has brought this subject up multiple times because multiple times it has apparently happened to him that he has given his order to the waiter or waitress and uh, they have not written it down as sometimes they don't and uh, then had to come back and ask him <laughs> what his order was. So, uh, he always brings up the fact that, I don't know if he actually does this, but he says that he'll ask them, um, does this sort of thing happen a lot? And they'll always say, uh, yeah, yeah, fair bit. Uh, and it seems that they'll say it unapologetically, which I would not be too happy if my waiter at least wasn't, oh yeah, sorry about that, I should really write it down, but they're just like, yeah, it does happen a lot. Huh. To all you, uh, wait staff out there, write down the orders. That's what notepads are for. Uh, another uh, one of his favorite rants is um, passion fruit. <laughs> he hates passion fruit, well, you guessed it, with a passion. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. It's a, uh, I guess it's not an amazing flavor, but his, his sort of big complaint is that everything's passion fruit now, like passion fruit, iced tea, passion fruit, gum. Everything's got to have passion fruit in it. Which, uh, yeah, you do see that a lot more than probably... Wow, do you think even as little as five years ago we even knew what a passion fruit was? Hell, I still don't really know what it is, but it's friggin' in everything. Uh, then he, uh, just to round it off, went on a sort of uh, rant about Scooby-Doo and uh, Elroy, the dog from the Jensen, from the Jetsons, if you don't know. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> what the fuck? How do you rant about, how, how do you rant about cartoon dogs? But he managed to do it. And then one, another funny part was, uh, quite often he'll, uh, record his podcast in front of a studio audience. Uh, and in this case, he kind of, uh, yelled out, does anyone do a good Scooby-Doo impression? And, uh, one guy is like, here, here, my buddy does a great one. <laughs> and then, the guy did it, and it was just horrible. <laughs> and he just, uh, Adam would not let it go, uh, how horrible it was, and how disappointed he was. Not in the guy for the impression, but in for the guy who said, oh, my buddy does one. So that turned very funny as well. So uh, Adam Corolla Podcast, I think, is sort of the number one most listened to podcast. And listen to a couple for yourself. I think a lot of people are 
like, I think it's kind of hard for people to be on the fence with uh, Adam Carolla. I think it's kind of either you like him or you don't. There's not sort of, there's not sort of that uh, in-between. Well, he's okay. Because uh, he says a lot of not politically correct shit, basically. Some of it in jest, some of it less so. Okay, one more thing that he brought up, which to me is friggin' was an amazing point and a genius idea rolled into one. When you go to a bar to drink, uh, and you go to the bathroom, and you have your beer in your hand, where do you put it? Now, uh, if you're a girl, there's probably a different answer from this, but uh, quite often when you are a guy, you will at least make the attempt to put the beer on the uh, sort of top of the urinal, right? This, uh, this fact, this, this attempt, uh, is quite often unsuccessful. So, his idea was to have, uh, either a flat top that would easily allow you to put your beer here, or even sort of an indentation that, uh, would be sort of a, a cup holder. <laughs> a urinal cup holder. Now, you think that's dumb, right? But, hey, how many times have you been A, a guy, uh, B, drinking in a bar, and C, tried to rest your beer on the back of a urinal uh, to only have it fall off. I know I've done it. The other kind of crazy point that he brought up was that, and this is true, which I'd never thought about it, The <laughs> he thought maybe the designers, the uh, fabricators, and uh, sort of engineers of a urinal for some reason had designed it so that the top of a urinal was not flat, totally flat, in which you could put your beer on it, and it wasn't totally like uh, like on an angle, like say on a rooftop, which meant you wouldn't even make the attempt to put your beer there. Rather, it was sort of half in between. Uh, so he thought maybe the engineers, in sort of a mad scientist way, designed it so that you could put your beer on there, and it would look like it would probably stay, but you would get, you know, 10, 20 seconds into your piss, and then it would slowly start to slide off, where you would either have to sort of make the choice to let it fall, or make a grab for it and get piss all over yourself. So, that also very amusing. Let's leave Mr. Adam Carolla behind and move on to Doug Loves Movies, which I believe we talked about last week. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring it up again is because he uh, recorded in Vancouver, which I like. Uh, I like because Vancouver, as some of you may know, is in Canada, which is where I am in Canada. And uh, although Canadians are not... Uh, known for their patriotism as opposed to, say, crazy Americans, I feel that I am uh, perhaps uh, at least like to try to amp up the patriotism a, a little bit just to uh, keep up with our American brethren, even even the patriotism playing field a little bit. He usually has three guests. That's sort of a, the magic number that he sticks with. It's one or two of them, I can't remember were locals, local comedians, uh, but the third was uh, Mr. Harland Williams. If you are 
Uh, I'm familiar with Harland Williams. Good idea would be to Google his name and then look at pictures of him. <laughs> because Mr. Harleen Williams is, well, let's just say it, funny looking. <laughs> he is a funny looking dude, which helps because he is a funny dude. So you got a funny dude who's funny looking. He can uh, also talk funny, does funny voices, funny sounds. So funny looking, funny sounding, funny being. Yeah. He uh, actually has his own podcast called The uh, Harland Highway, which uh, I don't currently listen to. I, I listen to f uh, a few. I don't really know why I stopped. Maybe I'll go back and revisit. I think I started listening right when he started doing it, which sometimes with podcasts is a little uh, rough around the edges, let's say. Probably this one included. Probably still is. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just talking while driving. Anyways, he had uh, he had a lot of funny uh, funny moments on that episode, so I highly recommend listening to that as well. Doug on uh, Doug loves movies. They are uh, big into games on the show, which a lot of podcasts. I think actually, yeah, I think like every single podcast I listen to, which is a lot, will play uh, games of some sort. Maybe not the uh, smartest man, just because he, uh, sort of like me, is just by himself talking. Well, he does it in front of a crowd. So playing games by yourself is a little more difficult. I really enjoy the games on Doug Loves Movies because they are, well, movie-related. And I am a... If you listen to Movie Mondays, you could probably tell that I have a... Uh, a strong passion for movies. Uh, and so does he, obviously. More so than me, even. Like, this this guy watches... Well, <laughs> if you have a podcast called Doug Loves Movies, and you are going to watch a lot of movies and be uh, passionate about them, and uh, Doug Benson actually has his own movie called Super High Me. You may have heard of the Morgan Spurlock movie Super Size Me, in which he... Every day for a month, eat nothing but McDonald's. Turns out that's not healthy. What uh, Mr. Doug Benson did was took that idea and every day for a month smoked weed nonstop. Turns out that is, and it turns out that is actually not that bad for you. <laughs> so if you're going to do, if you're going to pick eating McDonald's every day for a month or smoking weed all day for a month, your doctor should recommend the weed because it is less harmful to you. So, that's an interesting fact. Okay, let's uh, quickly mention another podcast, The Nerdist Podcast with a Mr. Chris Hardwick. It seems that uh, I do not like going a week without mentioning this podcast. So, why uh, why stop with a good thing, right? The, the reason I wanted to bring it up this time is because his guest was Jimmy Kimmel. What?! Which I guess makes sense. If you listen to TV Tuesday, I talked about how on Jimmy Ken Kimmel, Chris Hardwick made an appearance. So it's that sort of uh, tit for tat where they both uh, interviewed each other. It was a very, very funny interview. Imagine these two. Well, I, I like the thought of two people who basically interview people for a living sitting down and doing an interview. Hey. It's a, that appeals to me, because you know, it's, it's like uh, people who write 
if they read a lot, it makes them better writers. So people who interview a lot are going to be better interviewees because they interview a lot. You feel me? That makes sense. That's, uh, what do you call, logical. So definitely check that out. Uh, gotta fly along here. We're getting close to home. Oh, uh, okay, here's another one. Um, it was a another episode of uh, Star Talk with uh, Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson, where uh, he didn't so much have a specific topic per se, but uh, that being said, his sort of a celebrity guest was a Mr. Bill Maher. If you are uh, unfamiliar with Bill Maher, that's too bad, because he's really funny. <laughs> uh, he is sort of one of your very outspoken atheist folk, uh, very political, which political humor never really does it for me. He did a really good movie, though, that I recommend uh, definitely 5 out of 5, called uh, Religulous. Religulous? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. About, uh, basically about a bunch of different religions, and how, um, let's just say how crazy and stupid they are. (laughs) Not very nice, but hey, we're running out of time. We don't have time to be nice. Neil deGrasse Tyson interviewed him about science and religion and things of that nature. I've always been a, a Bill Maher fan, sort of in general. He made another little speech about something that it's something that I've always said, so now I know I further like him as he's agreeing with me, or rather, I am agreeing with him. It's nice when you agree with people. Uh, What that was is he is basically, (laughs) like me, (laughs) pro-death. Now, that doesn't sound good. So uh, by that, uh, it means he's he's pro-choice. He's he's pro-death penalty. He's pro-assisted suicide. He even joked he's pro-regular suicide. Basically, that's something I've been saying for quite a few years, is that anything that helps... (laughs) make the population not explode as it does is good for the earth so let's do it all right so i suppose uh declaring something as uh, controversial as that at the end of the show is a good way to end it yes yes we'll be back on movie monday uh i was to have plans but uh just so much Uh, let's just say shit came up this weekend. I do not actually have plans, so we'll probably get in easily the average five movies. Uh, Hopefully, uh, I actually have a plan to get in a bunch of Doctor Who episodes too, so that'll be super exciting. I'm stoked about that. Uh, It is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. 
Wait till the warm-up's underway Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.